Oh my god. What the fuck was he starting with? I don't even know now. We starting with Elon Musk. On, yeah, um wait. I, hold, I, on, I, hold on, let me just say this first. Elon Musk, we need to all take I got this nigga small, out. Funny. We need to take this nigga out. <laughs> first he fuck up Dogecoin. Now he making fucking robots. Yeah, this nigga fuck up Dogecoin, got this expensive ass good car out, and then now this nigga creating fucking Android robots. He said expensive ass good car. You build them up and put them down. I mean, shit, the car, I mean, the Tesla's a nice car, but it's the a, shit is fucking car. expensive. It's very expensive. I and then this nigga one. talking about, he, now you, uh, he want to do keyless entry when the shit can go off your fingerprints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Mm-hmm. I, so you just want me just to give you everything of me. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can make a fucking robot out of me? You don't need no key no more. You just use your body to start listen, your car running. Listen, any nigga that need all your identity and all your shit, and then this the same nigga that's creating robots, this nigga about to replace you. <laughs> but okay question though would you not want to put your body inside of a robot like no. the, your mind your brain your conscience no why why the fuck would i want to i think so you can live forever i don't want to live forever see this fucked up ass shit keep on going i want to live forever in a robot in yeah. a society where people can control how you live or not you say you go against the system nigga they ain't even got to come look for you they just send a fucking EMP at your shit. <laughs> Bing. You're done. <laughs> they, just, they just flip one switch and you turned off so they come pick you up and throw you in jail. You wake up, you in fucking jail. Done. I'll do it, though. I'm saying if... Okay, okay. let me let me, let me me do it this way. If you about to die... No. No? I would. Duh, I'm about to... I gotta go get my damn heart checked out. If I gotta get open heart surgery, I already told my mother I'm not. Why? Because I said, God said I don't need to be living this long, and that's something that me and him agree on. Shit. God also created that... Um, he also gave people the idea to figure out how to do the open heart surgery in the first place. Yeah. So. But me and him agreed that I shouldn't be living longer. Okay. I got you on that. All right. I, I just it's just it's this story of like these people, like they don't believe in like medicine and shit like that. They be like, they believe in um, their child got cancer. So uh, if God wants to help them, no, they was that their child got cancer. So God's gonna help their child. So they don't give their child no treatment. They just let the child be like that. And they be like, God's gonna help them. No, they fucking retarded. Yeah, because I'm like, well, I make the choice of not doing it. Yeah. I know it help. I just like, eh, do I really want to live? Yeah, but it's like it was they little, it was they little kid, and they was like, um, God's gonna help my child. I was like, well, um, the people that's gonna give your child the chemotherapy or the medicine that this child needs, somebody created that shit. God created them. God created, gave them the idea to do the shit. So. Hello, that's God's answer, motherfucker. You know, you know, this is going all the way off topic, but you know the study that really amazes me is that, one, we realize that a lot of shit that we eat gives us cancer. Yeah. It's not the air. Uh-huh. The air fucks up our lungs, but it ain't the air that gives us cancer. Uh-huh. It's the shit that you usually put into your body that you digest, you know, the cells and the mucus that builds up and it kills the cells and, you know, the cells can't regrow and, you know, the mucus stay on that part and it forms the cancer. It's, it's a process, it's, it, and it's either that or genetic. Yeah, right. it's pro- but it's processed that like that. Right. But it's not even necessarily genetics. Cause you know why? Because you always eat what your parents eat. Uh-huh. They pass that shit down to you. Okay. So you know if you grow up in a household, well, we about to transition to the shit I was saying now. Don't cigarettes give you cancer too? Cigarettes fuck up your lungs. It's smoke in your lungs. Now what the thing is gonna do is it's gonna stop you from having a bigger capacity in your lungs. It weakens your lungs and it weakens your immune system. But on the package, don't they say it also could? Give you cancer? Nigga, literally everything in this fucking thing that's in a can or in a bag need to have that can give you cancer. Uh-huh. The transition, what I was about to say is how, you know, the boundaries I said between parents and kids and kids trying to start 
Yeah, but before we get to the boundaries, back on the AI robot shit, something funny. Will Smith posted a picture of the AI robot, the Tesla robot, on his on his Instagram, and then the next picture, if you slide it over, was him and I robot with a mean, with a mad face looking at a robot. It was funny. So it's like I fought robots in the movie, and y'all gonna go ahead and make them. It's pissing me off. And then his son was in the comments like, "Dad, stop." No, <laughs> she was no. funny. But you know the scary thing about that? What? Everything that be movie, uh, everything that be in the movie always comes to tuition in real life. Mm-hmm. But I said tuition, fruition. But going back to the boundary shit, you know, like you said, you said it's genetics. Shit get passed down to you know, uh, that shit ain't right. That shit ain't right. <laughs> it's so funny though. That shit ain't right. <laughs> He's like, that, that nigga look just like him too. Just his face black. Uh, he didn't got a black face on the robot. He got to get up out of here. But hey, no, but real shit. The genet- uh, the shit get passed down to you. So if you know if you grew up in the south, you eating chitlins, fucking pig feet, and all that shit. Right. Out of the ten, your kids go eat the shit because that's what you eat. You mm-hmm. pass it down to them. So with that being said, it's got something to do with our food. The main thing is our food. Not everybody in the United States is pescatarian. Not everybody in the United States is vegan. And not everybody in the United States is vegetarian. Not saying that those three will give you the better chance of not getting cancer because a lot of that shit is processed. All you're not doing is eating meat, but you're not raw vegan, which is the one that we're supposed to be eating raw vegetables and fucking fruits and shit. It's a tough diet to get into, but if you don't know no better and your kids never tasted nothing different, they'll love it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, with that being said, I was talking to my ex. And I was telling her, I said, if I ever did get in a relationship with her again and I wanted to have kids, I wanted my kids to be raw vegans. You know, I was going to make the transition to go to raw vegans. I mean, raw vegan because I'm already a vegetarian. I was going to take that transition. Yeah. She said, no, they got to eat meat. I said, no, they don't. She said, yeah, they have to eat meat. What was they going to eat? I said, oh, food, nigga, vegetables and fruits, motherfucker. Like, that's what raw vegan is. She was talking about, I don't want my kids to have that. I said, oh, all right, then. Well, I mean, it just look like we're not going to have kids. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me just finish. I told her, I said, okay, then we're not going uh, to have kids. She going to say, so you need to stop having kids with me. You know, or not going to want to have kids with me because of that. I said, yes, because that makes a big difference into the body and how the body is going to develop once you're eating the meat. Talking about that what? makes a big difference into the it, everything you're saying is right, and also I see the type of person you're going to be once we get together. Yeah, because obviously we can't communicate very well on this topic. It's, yeah, it's a I want this and a no, yeah. not no. There's no talking about. It, there's just a no. So I definitely I, I wouldn't want to have kids with somebody like that either. And and I told her this is the point I made. I said, okay, if you're the only person in the household eating meat. Then you the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. If I already don't eat meat, and I have been eating meat for damn near seven years now, and my kids is gonna be raw vegans just like me, we all go eat the same exact thing. Only person that's gonna be outcast is you. And so you tell me that you're gonna just go force them to do that, which you know is unhealthy, that you know is gonna fuck up their immune system, that you know is they're gonna give them high cholesterol and the generational curses that black people have through their family and their food. You go do that instead of just having them eat clean because you want that selfish thing. And I'm not saying this to be like, because, you know, people had an argument. You being selfish because you want them to be raw vegan. I, well, scientists say and studies show that if you is raw vegan, only thing that you're sufficient in is vitamins. If you can find a uh, supplement to uh, do the vitamins, 
your body will be more healthy and more uh at its highest stage and you have more energy less mucus in your body less risk of cancer i gotta look into vitamins i don't think i take my good amount of vitamins so her argument was so what if they go to my mom's house and stay at my mom's house you know my mom and eat meat and that thing i said well that's your job to talk to your fucking parents to tell them about our kids not to eat fucking meat exactly. and not to give them meat exactly. like it's my job to tell my parents the same exact thing and if they can't agree with that then they can't go, go over, over there because that that's like that's like you want your child's hair to grow yeah and you 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 take them to your parents' house and you get your child back and they cut their hair. Like, who fucking told you to cut my child's hair? And you know what they say? What? I'm your motherfucking granddaddy. I'm your mama. Well, you're not about to have my fucking kids no more. Yeah. Period. And I told my mom that. And I said, it's a boundary that I don't know if this is in white people family, but I don't can speak for but white I don't people. Believe. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And that boundary that you set with your kids will divide the whole relationship of the whole family. Mm-hmm. One thing we're not about to play about, and every black person know this. We don't play about our kids. Right. If I tell you to do something with my kids, I just I, I expect you to respect that. To do that or not do that shit with my kids. Uh-huh. It's a respect thing. So if you cross those boundaries, that's just telling me that you don't respect what the fuck I'm talking about. Like if I if I if I let my kids spend the night over at your house and I tell you not to give my child fucking sweets and you and I get my kid back and I find that you've been giving him candy, what what the, I told you not to give him sweets. Why why did you? Now you now now my kid not about to come over here no more. Let me tell you a fucked up story that I found out. What? So one of my homeboys, he actually his kid is actually vegan, not raw vegan, but he vegan. Yeah. He been vegan for damn near all his life, and the motherfucker was like ten years old. His grandma knew and everything, this, that, and the third. And the kid, just like your uh, niece and nephew, ain't had no interest in me. He said my dad cooked good food. You know it'd be good for us. We'd be good. Like, it ain't nasty. I don't know what meat tastes like, and I'm not curious of what meat tastes like. Sound like my nieces and nephews. Cool. And I, and I said, that shit dope as hell. Right. And this kid was smart as hell, you know, optimal. He go there, he's physical. His body was strong. Because, mm-hmm. you know, his dad was making sure he getting vitamins and shit. Go over his uh, grandma house. His dad had to go somewhere, like out of town or something. Stayed over there for a week. That nigga, eat, he ate some chicken that his grandma gave to him that she knew she didn't supposed to give to him. Gave some chicken. And he said he was so damn hungry, he just ate it. Because, you know, like what black people say, either eat the shit or you go out to find something else to eat. But you go cook the shit your damn self. Eat the shit or starve, basically. Mm-hmm. He ate the shit. His body went to fucking shock. Then he was in the hospital. You went to eat. shock, broke out in hives. You can't get bumps, my kid no more. Bumps fucked up, couldn't fucking breathe. He was in there. The dad had to come all the way back home just to see his fucking kid in the hospital for some stupid shit that you didn't do. He just looked at his mom. She over there crying, talking about, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I fucking told you not to give him meat. This nigga ain't eat meat for fucking 10 years. What the fuck make you think this nigga can eat this shit? Once you dedicate to something, you have to ease your way into it. Yeah. You can't have no full fucking meal of just meat if you never ate meat. Your body gonna react, react to it negatively. Mm. And his ass was in the hospital because of something that you didn't do. I want to talk to my mom for almost a year for that shit. I love the fact that my nieces and nephews are all fucking vegetarians. And when I ask them about me, they say, I was like, I'll be like, just curious. Not like pushing them on them or nothing. I ask them like, so you have no interest in meat? They're like, no. And I love the fact, because I, I just love how certain like people's mindset in my family is. So my, my mom and my stepdad, which is their grandparents, they know they don't eat meat. 
If we if we get pizza, they get cheese pizza. Yeah. If if we get bur- if they get Burger King, the kids get the Impossible Burger. Yeah. The vegetarian shit. Yeah. When my mama make tacos, when my mama makes spaghetti, she makes separate shit. Ours is the beef. That well, I don't think it's ours is the turkey, and theirs is the Impossible meat. Like she's separate. She she we get our meat and then we buy them a separate Impossible. Or vegetarian meat. Yeah. We buy their own shit. And I just, I love that for our family. And it was another thing that I was supposed to speak about that I cannot fucking remember on that shit. But that's a respect thing. Yeah. But the thing is, okay, you can't, one, I know these are grandkids. I'm not fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. I'm your fucking son. But the thing is, if you want to see your grandkids and have a relationship with your grandkids, you gotta, you gotta respect the boundaries that I set with your grandkids. Your mm-hmm. mother and your stuff are doing a great thing. That's a boundary that they not willing to cross. They said, okay, I like them coming over. I like spending time with them. You don't eat this. I'm not going to force you to eat what I eat. Right. I'm going to give you what you eat. That's because it's hospitality and that's respect. Mm-hmm. That's what your mother set in place. So right. I'm going to respect what your mother set in place. Right. Once you start crossing that boundary and then you start looking at your kid different because your kid tell you, well, you crossed the line. They ain't coming over here for a minute. As a matter of fact, you only can see them when they at my house. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, they not spend night over there no more. It's the same thing, vice versa, with your kid. I look at my mama and ask her, if you told somebody not to do something with me and they did it with me, how the fuck would you feel? It's a respect thing. Yeah. And I don't understand why our people don't, like, believe that shit. Like, they don't respect that shit. They don't give a fuck about that shit. They think they know every fucking thing. It, it, I feel like, I feel like it, it always... It, I feel like for certain families, it takes a certain generation, which kind of now is this generation, to actually change a family. So, like, uh, just like another thing in a black community and in, in black families, like um, uh, in a black community and a black family, uh, mental health yeah. is not a big thing, right? Yeah. Uh, you you like a kid would say they're depressed and their parent, but like you just need God, shit like that. Yeah, that type of shit. I'm glad you bring that. That's a topic right there. I'm going straight to that fucking topic. Yeah. So like one th- another thing that I love about my family, we starting to recognize recognize uh, mental illness in, in our family, and we know like depression is real, anxiety is real. So like me, me and my sister, and my mom, we we would have a whole conversation about our anxiety and depression and shit like that. And, like, now we actually understand it. It always takes a certain generation, and I feel like a lot of lot of people just haven't got there yet. I mean, yeah. I mean... I just love the fact that we we are there. That's what I'm saying. We Our family people, is very progressive. Black people, not this generation black people, but the older generation, they're stuck in their ways. Yes. And that's the problem. You know, uh, it's, a, oh, it's a saying in business terms what that is. It's uh, basically you fucking up your own damn self. Being stuck in the past and not really adapting to the future. You, you can also say that uh, white people in governments are stuck in their ways. White people in governments, is, no, they're not stuck in their ways. They got an agenda and they keep on moving forward with their agenda. They just disguise their agenda better now because they know that people are more privy to what the fuck is going on. I'm saying, do you think the world would be would the world would be like not the world? The United States of America would run and be different if all the old politicians wasn't in office and it was the younger people in office because we got motherfuckers that are we got young we got fucking congress people and people in the government that's fucking in their like 60s 70s 80s back when fucking jim crow was the shit was around exactly so imagine if all of those people go, was gone and we got like 20 year olds in that shit now like everything could be fucking different it'd be good and it'd be bad yeah why be bad because you know experience come with that 
Yeah. The, those those 70, 80 people, yeah, they racist. We know that they racist. We know the genders that they doing. We yeah. know how they trying to keep black people down. They know how we know how they manipulating every government. We know how they want the hierarchy to be the United States to run the whole fucking world. We understand that. Right. But you got to understand that they pay for power. Uh-huh. These younger people don't know nothing about the power game. All they know is about getting money, fucking hoes, exploiting, and that's it. Uh-huh. Those people, believe it or not, as much as I hate them, the motherfucking schemes is great. How they do their shit is magnificent. They fucked up. Oh, it's, de- it's demonic shit going on in that government. But, fuck it. I, the other topic I was about to talk about, we, we done with that. The guy shit. Well, we'll come back to that, though, because that's some serious shit in the black community. Let's talk about the Taliban. Uh-huh. You look at their government, right? Their government was going through a rocky shape since Afghanistan war. Real rocky shit. You see how they took over their whole country? <laughs> the United States is the only country, the only country that is not willing to go take overthrow their government. Do you realize that? It's the only country that's what? That, that will not overthrow their government. Okay. We had the most freedom, quote unquote, you know, I mean, they, they track everything we do. But we got enough freedom to do what we got to do. Over there in Korea, it's a fucking holocaust going. Right? They put it in position that they can't do nothing. You know why they put it in a position that they can't do nothing? Because those people will fight back. Same thing with Haiti. Haiti don't have no problem. Just, what, last month they assassinated their fucking president? Yeah. In his own house? Uh-huh. Go over there to China. They fucking got a goddamn. They flooding, but they always have it like a holocaust. They doing the same fucked up shit the Korea be doing. Afghanistan, Taliban's overthrow that shit. Okay, not the only, United States, not the only one because Russia ain't they ain't overthrowing Putin. These countries are manipulative. Like United States and Russia, very manipulative, and they always got their hands in every endeavor that happens across the world. Those Taliban's, what they not saying is. Before that shit, United States was the ones that was giving them motherfuckers the guns. Yeah. The overthrow the shit. Yeah. The United States was backing the Taliban. Now the Taliban took over the shit. Now the United States want to say that's bad. That's a power move. Behind scenes, we know what you was doing. But now you put the person that you wanted power. Now you about to put your agenda over here, over there. Do you think that the United States let the Taliban win? Just so they have a reason to go over there and take over Afghanistan and make it ours. Is is a pig pussy pork? <laughs> <laughs> Afghanistan got natural resources, uh-huh. a whole shit ton of natural resources. Afghanistan is rich, and all its natural resources. Why the fuck we wouldn't take that? Uh-huh. Ask that. We was over there fucking when we ain't had no place to be for oil. You know why we can't win over there? Why? We can't adapt to their fucking climate. Uh-huh. You see those mountains that they got? You see how those people live over there? Uh-huh. Regular transportation is hard. These niggas live in the mountains, coming out of mountains. You want to send our army over there to die again? Well, that's, I'm not, I would never join the military. You you send us over there. You know what? We don't. We don't with this topic. We done. <laughs> we done. I'm not even about to get deep. Let's go back to that guy one, though. Go ahead. Same thing with the, uh, same thing they got everything to do with this world. Change ain't gonna happen until you start moving. 
I think that people realize that I mean people don't realize that free will is a real thing. What did Kendrick say? Shit don't change until you get up and wash your ass. For real. And that is the absolute truth. People, especially black people, yeah, think that God just gonna do take care of everything for them. Uh-huh. And the Bible says that God bless a person that take care of his own. Yes. See the key word is take care of his own. And how you take care of your own is one, you have to work. Well, you got to do something progressive. You have to do. You have to learn. Mm. You know, you have to go out there and find a way to survive. The blessings in, is in your hard work. The blessings is that your hard work paid off. I don't think that black people understand that. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be like, yeah, like you said, with people that uh, the kids got cancer and they said I was gonna put it in God's hands. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily true. People get the chemo and everything and still die. Yeah. The blessing is that you got the chemo, your ass survive. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, you have something to actually try to live. Yeah, that's the blessing that God said. Okay, since you tried, I bless you to live longer. Right. That's the blessing. The blessing ain't nigga. I want a million dollars. Good God, give me a million dollars. And then hope that He give you a million dollars. And then when He don't give you a million dollars, you want to turn your back to Him. Mm-hmm. What nigga? What did you do to put in work to get that million dollars? Exactly. Did you even go out to buy a lotto ticket? Did you even do that little thing to get the million dollars? You gotta try something. You gotta try. You can't just you can't just ask. That's something I realized when I was when I was a kid. Uh, I realized that I think either somebody told me or it just came to me myself that you no somebody told me it was like you can't just ask like they was, as a kid it was like you can't just ask ask God for shit and expect Him to give it to you. Like as a kid, you can't ask you can't be go to God and be like God, can I get a toy and expect for Him to give you a toy. You have to work for the toy. You gotta work for everything. Right. You have to ask God for the air so you can breathe, so you can live, so you can try to work and like do chores or something so your parents can get you the toy. You don't just ask God for things like he's Santa Claus. I just thought of something right here. Nigga, God got a job. Angels got a job. Yeah. Nigga, the devil got a job. Exactly. What the fuck make you think that you don't supposed to have a job? What the fuck makes you think you can't do shit? God job. And everything be handed to you. God created everything and has everything running. That's his job that he put on himself. Uh-huh. That's what he said he's going to do. The angel's job is to manage everything through there, giving the blessings and and, uh, and everything. The devil's job is to fuck up everything that he does uh-huh. with his demons and his army. They all got their own jobs. They all put in the work to what they need to do. You can't ask for something and not do nothing to get it. And expect the shit to happen. Right. That's buffoonery. You fucking retarded. Those people need to be removed. <laughs> shit like that is what irritates me about this world. Yeah. And I say that to say about the Taliban. And this is the last thing I gotta say about the Taliban. Do I like what the Taliban is doing? Absolutely not. I don't like to see people dying. I don't like to see people getting kicked out of the shit. I don't see I don't like to see none of you know fucked up shit happening. And you, you know, you see the fucked up shit going on. I feel bad for people in Korea, and I feel bad for people in China, and I feel bad for everybody that's going through struggles in the whole wide world. But honestly, I know that I can't do nothing about it. Uh-huh. So I really don't really think about it too much, but I do feel bad about those people. The thing about the Taliban is, and the thing about the Middle East, Middle Eastern people that I do love about, if shit get hard, they put shit in their own hands. Uh-huh. They don't wait. They don't cry. They don't do shit. Them motherfuckers, 
they didn't like that government, they overthrew that bitch. They don't like people, they get the motherfuckers out of there. Uh-huh. It ain't no weight. It ain't no, I, I don't know how that shit go be. And they know I'm putting that shit in God's hand. It ain't none of that shit. They like, nigga, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. And who with me? And they be with them. Let black person try to do that shit. Let the United States people try to overthrow the government. Mm. Watch how many people turn on each other. Watch how many people will get the other person assassinated. We've seen this shit before. We've seen the Black Panther. Yeah. We see the Black Panther party. We we know we know what these niggas doing. We see how the government infiltrate this shit. The thing is, they not got the strong faith. We don't have the strong faith, said the people in the Taliban. Like I said, the shit they doing is fucked up. I'm not encouraging what they doing. I'm just saying the faith that they have and what they believe in what they doing is something that you can inspire people to do if you have future agendas. Those people are dedicated to whatever the fuck they decide to do. You can respect that, but I hate what they doing, but I respect that. Right. If you go do something, you fucking do it. They ain't talking about it. They did it. How they went about it is fucked up, but they did it. Mm-hmm. They Our government is overthrew. Did the United States play a part in that? Hell yeah, they did. They probably played the big-ass part of it. And a lot of them motherfuckers probably not even be Middle Eastern. They might be white people that look like fucking Muslims. <laughs> and it's a lot of those. Yes. Yes, it is. We're going to leave that alone. We'll leave that alone. Um, when you said um, if that happened in the U.S., so many people would turn on each other. It reminded me of, uh, you ever heard J. Cole Half Hours? Yeah. The last verse when he was talking about uh, you know how the cycle repeats itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the that's the only thing that came in my mind. Like you want to overthrow the government, but we know how the cycle is. But the the rebuttal to J. Cole's verse on that is, the person that gets in that chair. He has to have a plan. Yes. That's not necessarily true that the recycle is going to repeat itself. It depends. It, it on, repeats itself until somebody changes it. It depends on what person that you put in an office. Exactly. Like they say, Halasilasi. Uh-huh. I mean, Halasilasi. I don't want to uh, mispronounce the name because I actually do follow him. The Rastafari. Uh-huh. Halasilasi. When he was in there, he changed the whole Ethiopian government. How he moved was way different than the previous uh, rulers. Uh-huh. How he did it, he was calm. They never saw him out of shape. He invited people in. He was so fucking smart and his strategies was so out cold. He brought peace. You know, at one point in time, the whole Africa was taken over and they nobody could never take over the uh, Egyptian government. Mm-hmm. Nobody could infiltrate them. I mean, Ethiopian government. Nobody could infiltrate them. That's how smart that man was. He wasn't a person that came over with dictatorship. He wasn't a person... He didn't even worry want violence. He wanted just straight peace. But if you got him to violence, he was going to outsmart you. Uh-huh. That's what rulers need. I want peace for my people, but if you force my hand, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to go. But It's but, like that general, dog. You know what video I'm talking about. It's yeah. like the fucking general. If you try it, somebody else will be raising your kids. But the only thing different about that general is that nigga started the shit. <laughs> he said, yeah, nigga, he's, I'm going to bully you, but nigga, if you fight back, somebody going to be raising your fucking kids. It, yeah. That remind me of that. Fight back, nigga. Fight back. <laughs> Fight back. <laughs> Fight back. But, like, it's so much hatred in this world. Once the person get power, they yeah. turn into the person that they hated the most because uh, it's fear. It's yeah. like in a, like in a black community, that one nigga to get a job. This nigga got a job now. He think he better than everybody. Just got a job, bro. Nigga, he just want to survive, nigga. Yeah, I just want to provide for my family, bro. That's I don't. All. I don't want to be looking at your niggas every day for the rest of my life. Exactly. 
And now y'all are against me because I'm making money. Yeah. Mm. Did you know that? That's hating shit. That's hating. But that's not manhood, though. Men, you, you should never want your other person to be less than you. Uh-huh. You should always aspire for greatness and have other people aspire for greatness, too. That brings me to that Abba and Preach shit. I want all my niggas to win. I don't give a fuck if you win winning more than me. You don't know who Abba and Preach is, do you? No. Well, Abba and Preach is um, the YouTubers. Uh-huh. So is Fresh and Fit. Abba and Preach is YouTubers. I actually follow Abba and Preach. I actually like them. I like their views on some shit. Uh-huh. I like well, not, not some shit. I, I like their views on a lot of shit. They give good points and they always have facts to back the shit up. Uh-huh. So they're not just saying shit out their ass. You know, and they get little jokes in there to keep you still entertained. It's like overall pretty good shit, right? Yeah. And, you know, they talk about vast more, well, majority of everything, and they stay straight to facts. They put their opinions in it, but they leave majority shit to facts. You know, uh, Fresh and Fit, they was talking about, I guess they was on Fresh and Fit podcast, dude to dude, and, you know, Fresh and Fit said something, you know, and now they went the back and forth and everything. And they, you know, Fresh and Fit told Adam Preach that he, you know, he come down there and box, box them and shit, cause you know, uh, Fresh and Pit, Fresh and, Fresh and, what the, what the fuck I said? Fresh and Fit said something about Preach, wife and his country. You know, Preach is from Haiti, and you know he's married to, I, I guess, I think a white woman. I don't know what she looked like. Mm-hmm. So you know, he said that his wife looked like a beluga whale and. She ugly and all this other shit, and then yeah. he's talking about you know send him back to his country. You know, just disrespectful shit. The problem I had with it is you could say you could send a nigga back to his country. I don't give a fuck about that. I honestly don't give a fuck about a lot of shit because I don't know preach, so I can't give a fuck about something somebody I don't know. But for a person fresh and fit, fresh and fit is an alpha male, quote unquote, supposed to be you know telling young generation the red pill bullshit. So you know you you, you preaching one thing. But you're doing the total opposite. Yeah. You know, that nigga got... They, they, it just... When it rains, it pours. And it pouring on their ass right now. On Fresh and Fit. It's pouring on them. Like, they just coming out everywhere fucked up. They just fucked up all across the board. But, I, I guess you got a topic on that shit, too. How niggas is fucking cloud chasing. But, that shit is... uh That shit ain't right. You know, when you, if you got a problem with a man... The problem is between you and a man. Family, you talking about a man wife, talk about a man country, you talking about like shit like that, that don't need to be put in there. Say what you gotta say to me. What's your problem with me? And have facts of you know, explaining your problem and backing your problem. Don't just say you got a problem with me and you ain't even got no fucking problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, did Abba and Priest say some shit about their podcast when they was on their podcast? Yeah. Cause Fresh and Fish said some outlandish shit. And they was telling them about their outlandish shit that they said. Did they say they was some dumbasses, some fuck niggas, none of that? No, they ain't say none of that shit. They just hit them with facts. Nigga, that shit don't happen. You know you lying. Stop the cap. Boot the boot. Left it like, it's really kind of like that. You know, they said a couple shits. I'm not going to say they was totally innocent. But for you to go against the, go to a nigga wife and be disrespectful like that, then offer to fight the nigga, and then when Preach said, you said something about my wife, you said something about my country, I be in Miami. Now that nigga like, all right, I'm with the action now. Uh-huh. Two days after that, they give a half-ass apology, talk, apologize to their supporters, but not apologize to the nigga wife that you just disrespected. Going forward, the whole community of YouTube is targeting Fresh and Fit. Everybody going through them, and then we start seeing the toxic shit uh-huh. that these YouTubers do. 
and how the influence they do on these people. Uh-huh. It's this one little uh, white lady in there. I'm just trying to. I'm just looking them up to see what they look like. It's this one white lady in there. Uh-huh. She said that she was gonna do uh, a fit video with, I guess, one of the guys on Fresh and Fit, and he said that he not gonna do some, 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 some with her unless they fuck. The lady is pregnant. The lady is pregnant, right? Yeah. The guy on Fresh and Fit, I guess the black guy, said he put her IG handle in the damn chat. She said ever since that podcast they did, everybody been harassing her and everything. She said the stress been so much on her that she is losing her baby. Uh Literally losing her baby. And they don't know why. It's the fucking stress. When she, the doctor said that she had to go into early labor just to hold her baby alive for like an hour before it died. All that fucking stress is killing her damn baby. Mm-hmm. Stress kills. And you know what this motherfucker said in her damn uh comment of that video? What? You reap what you sow. Karma's a bitch. I hope your baby die. Mm. Nigga, listen. I ain't a crybaby. I was so fucking mad, I think three tears dropped. I said, if I'd have seen that nigga, and I don't even know this white lady, I'd have fucked that nigga up. Just off principle. You don't say no shit like that to nobody. This uh-huh. lady is losing her baby. And you say, I hope your baby die? Oh, yeah. That nigga for sure needs to be removed. Now, I'll remove that nigga if they find out who that nigga is. Because that's just a doubt. Oh, my God. And this the shit that you do. Because you put that IG handle up because you thought shit was funny. <laughs> and you thought shit was games. Now you cause of this baby losing. I mean, you cause of this lady losing her baby. Right. Because y'all supposed to be macho man, alpha males, and this, that, and the third, and you supposed to be preaching us good shit to uplift, you know, manhood and have us be better men. But you doing petty homo shit like that for her to, you know, lose her fucking baby, nigga. Uh huh. What? Well, like, where, where? How did? How did that shit get that deep? Like, how do you get that anger that you have to do some shit like that and then you chuckle at it? Shit like that ain't funny. People just, people be evil, bro. I'm not, I'm not that fucking tight, bro. That's too much. Brother. Brother. If, I, if that was my wife. If that was my wife. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be posting no fucking videos. Them niggas have to see me. They have to see me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail for sure. I tell her, you know what I'm saying, I just fall back, stop looking at the comments, you just off YouTube for a minute. Get this stress down, just stay off YouTube for a minute. I'm about to give you some more stress, because I'm going to need this stress to go down, because I'm about to be in jail for life. Because I got two bodies I'm about to take care of. One, one day the niggas just end up dead, and I'm at home with my wife. Well, I don't know what happened to them. Shit like that. And this is what I'm saying, this this not manhood shit. Uh-huh. This toxic petty little boy shit. Nigga ain't got no fucking integrity. Uh-huh. Niggas get money and start talking to niggas crazy. Like I said, money will never stop a motherfucker from dying. Uh-huh. If a motherfucker <laughs> got the drop on you, they got the drop on you. Money will never stop your ass from dying. This shit ain't rush hour. Uh-huh. You know rush hour where you had the money in the pocket, it stopped the knife from stabbing him in the heart? Yeah. Yeah, this ain't no rush hour. That bullet go hit your ass for real. Niggas don't play about this shit that you talking about. You disrespect a man wife, that nigga take care of you. Uh-huh. You disrespect the man country Now you gotta worry about all them Haitians You ain't gotta worry about just him Right You see what I'm saying This shit deeper than what the fuck you making this shit seem 
That's like a nigga disrespecting California and then try to take your ass over there. Them niggas don't play that shit. Bring your ass to Detroit after disrespecting it. Niggas don't play that shit. Oh, shit. Just imagine if a rap. That's like, um, uh, what, what happened? I think it was like Rick Ross or something. He got on a no-fly list and Trick Trick wouldn't let his ass in Detroit. For real. Niggas don't play that shit. And that's mm-hmm. to save your life. Because these niggas out here really kill. Yeah, you want a no-fly list. No-fly list. You can't come here. If you come here, something bad gonna happen to you. For real. Fuck this camera shit. Fuck all these likes, nigga. These niggas is murderers. Mm-hmm. These niggas don't want no camera in their face. They just want you gone. That just that just reminded me of Nipsey Hussle when she was like, "You a celebrity though." He was like, "I'm a roller sixties crip first. For real, like you riding up on niggas. Niggas get killed out here. Yeah. You talking that shit behind the scenes, nigga? Don't forget, you still got stuff in this real world. And you in Miami too? It's Haitians in Miami. Mm-hmm. It's Cubans in Miami. Mexicans. So you gotta watch what you say. And how you move after you say it. That's like the nigga that, uh, the nigga that did the Nipsey mur- mural. Mm-hmm. You disrespect the mural. And then you in the car on IG Live like you moving smooth. Nigga, that ain't shit smooth. Get your ass popped. Nigga, we don't give a fuck you on live. Get him up out of here. So many niggas in died on live thinking that live's gonna save him. You know, once I actually saw a nigga in the shootout on his Facebook Live. And he was in the video because they, they, they shot up his house. He was inside the house. They shot up his house and he was like... He was like, like in the house, like behind the bricks and shit, popping up, shooting too, popping up, shooting too. You can see it all on live, and they drove off, and he was on live, like nigga, I'm still here, nigga, spin the block again. I'm like, that ain't something you should do, bro. You know who we learned that from? That's in Detroit, Blade. Blade did that same shit mm-hmm. seven times with a K. Still get to see another day. Yeah, nigga, they hit your ass again. Nigga, you was in a fucking wheelchair. Paralyzed, nigga, seven times with a K and you live? That's a blessing. Why would you go fuck your blessing up? Keep your mouth shut. Heal up. Get your shit back up. Build your army back up. Then go talk your shit. Nigga, you still injured. You talking shit. Catch your ass on seven mile. I'm surprised 6ix9ine ain't dead yet. 6ix9ine ain't gonna die. The niggas are forming. Nigga still uh. moving smart. That nigga moves smart. He say stupid shit, but he go at times that he know people ain't gonna be there. Oh my god, like that one time he, he went to O Block and was standing on O Block, but it was like nighttime. Like nigga, nobody was there. Brother. You posted the video after you left. How, how them niggas how them niggas moving over there is something I can't respect. And what the content that they pushing out <laughs> is something I can't respect. Yeah. You know I think this social media is fucking our brain up. I think our phones is so fucking our brains up and I see why Kendrick said that nigga go like months without his phone. This that could lead into your other topic when you said niggas do anything for clout. Yeah. <coughs> oh, well, we can go that way. I was setting it up for Kendrick. Oh, niggas do anything for fucking clout, bro. Man, people do the dumbest shit nowadays just for just just to get like a little five minutes of. I just thing. want you to see these segues that I'm doing there, bro. Oh, I, boy, I see you. I see you. Come you on know, now. You know I saying? do see you. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to lead people to the lake. The sip. <laughs> People do anything for clout, bro. It is so stupid, bro. You, you are injuring yourself. You are putting your, you making yourself really look stupid for clout. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I mean, I understand it. Like, I understand it, but <coughs> it's nasty. Yeah, it's like the news. See, when Adam <coughs> Preach started happening, I was a little bit nosy. Because, you know, it's some people that I watch. They was in some issue, and niggas was talking about boxing. 
I'm looking like, okay, well, I guess, you know, the boxing is a wave now. I'm thinking yeah. these niggas about to do this shit, you know, just to make some money off of it. Yeah. I'm looking like, all right, I fuck with Preacher Amber. I want them niggas to win. Who they boxing? I watch the shit and see what they actually say. And I said, oh, nigga, this shit ain't no real boxing. These niggas really want to scrap. Yeah. And I was looking like, oh, this nigga getting real disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched it. Then I watched the fake-ass apology. And I already knew what was going after that. Once once Abba and Preach, because you know Abba is, I think, Ethiopian okay. or, or Egyptian, one of the two. And uh, Preach is Haitian. When that nigga said this, and Abba was in the, uh, the military. And I think Preach was too, but I know he was a boxer and a bouncer. That nigga, they, said, they said these two things that I knew. And this one, I stopped watching the shit. He said, we don't play about violence. Where we come from, violence is real. Mm-hmm. He said, you say shit and shit happens. Once they said that shit, I was like this. Well, nigga, that's like Detroit. We're good. I already know where that's going. <laughs> I, said, I, already know. I already know that's about, I already know how that's about to end. Somebody yeah. about to die. Once once I seen after that video, I stopped watching. You know why? Yeah. It's just like Sports Center, just like Fox, just like uh, MSNBC, just like all the other shit. Once one person do it, everybody doing it. Uh-huh. And you know what that make me do? What? Go watch fucking white creators. Nigga, I started back watching niggas do The Sims. <laughs> because why would I watch so many people say the same exact shit over and over and over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at those people. Get your money. If your rate's going up and you know you you know getting certified or shit, go ahead and get your money. I never knock a man hustle. But the thing is, if I watch three videos and I go to the fourth video and y'all niggas ain't adding nothing new to it, the fuck am I watching the fifth one for? I'm gonna go watch somebody else because I know all the black people about to cover this shit. Mm-hmm. And all the men, alpha males, about to cover this shit. And everybody's about to say the same thing, the same exact thing. Fuck fresh and fit. The niggas some punk ass hoes. Boot, do, boot, do, boot, boot. And they did this. And then, you know, the outlandish shit. Then the white girl come in. I'm looking like, oh shit, this shit all the way fucked up. And I'm looking like, oh, well, this shit about to be probably going on for another month. So, what I'm about to go do, nigga, well, I've been playing ARC. So, let me go learn some new shit that I can go ahead and do. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the people that I usually watch. I don't even want to watch them right now. Mm-hmm. Like when, like nigga, when I see somebody win the Super Bowl or the NBA championship, I don't watch ESPN for nigga a week, cause I know what they about to cover. Yeah, they about to cover this shit for a week. How is he close to the great? Where do he stand at? What is his stats? Oh, this is one of the best performances we ever seen. Boot, boot, boot. And LeBron James and Michael Jordan, do he compare? What about Kobe? I'm like nigga. All right, we do this shit every year. Yeah, ain't nobody close to these niggas' greatness. We get that. We ain't got to keep on having this damn discussion. Uh-huh. They, you no, know, it's the same old, same old shit. So that cloud chasing shit, you know, you're just trying to pick up on the latest news feed. That's cool. Get your money. But just know as time go on, you're going to be losing less and less viewers on every time it's a cloud chase shit. Because it's going to be the same shit over and over same again. Same exact shit over and over and over again. It uh-huh. is. And it's like latest development. And nigga, ain't no damn latest development. Nigga, you just late. <laughs> Ladies, oh well, I guess the newest shit is that somebody, some goons, ran up in their podcast or some shit while they was podcasting. Cool, fresh and fit. That's the latest shit. And I was like, well, nigga, ain't nobody get popped. You know what I'm saying? It's like, is, is it an interesting story? Did somebody get shot? Oh well, fuck it then, nigga. This shit, that nigga living. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who was it? Was it some Haitians? Oh, nigga, it, it ain't. You know what I'm saying? It's just a normal nigga with dreads. I'm like, oh, this is a normal nigga with some dreads. That nigga ain't about to do shit. If you said some Haitian stuff, I'm like, oh, somebody got sparked. Them niggas don't come in there and play. That's what I'm saying. 
Mm-hmm. Other than, you know what I'm saying, like the, the people over there. If they dedicate to some shit, they go do it. Them Haitians the same exact way. You don't fuck with them. Some people, like my uncle say, some people just need a lot of leave alone. Leave them niggas the fuck alone. I'm talking about Haiti. These niggas killed their president. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you ain't no damn president. They'll pop you. they get you up out of here. Say goodbye. Nigga, and you might not even have a funeral because they can't find your ass. Hey, man. Hey, do what they got to do. I'm going months without no phone. I'm on Kendrick shit. That nigga said that shit, my eyes opened up. I said, this guy is the one that God chose for us. I had to have known he went months without a phone because of the fact that he he wasn't posting shit on Twitter. He ain't post shit on Twitter since earlier this year. Or I think last year, actually. And it was like, what, promoting some shit that TDE Pro- was doing? You, no, not even TDE. It was something that he was doing. It was some other shit that had nothing to do with music. I thought it was, uh, oh, okay. I thought the last thing he was, oh, no, damn, Schoolboy album came out a minute ago. Mm-hmm. That's the last time I seen him post, promote Schoolboy album. Yeah. But like He ain't post shit in months I, When he said he would, he didn't go months without his fall I knew I, w- I would love to do that I would love to do that The same shit that Kendrick did But I, I can't I can't I got F- I got FOMO Kendrick got kids though don't he? Yeah He he do got kids? Yeah I think he do I don't I don't know I know J. Cole got kids I know he has it. I know I know he got one kid I don't know if he got multiple kids yeah, he, Well you know in the new album He said he got another one. Oh. But I can't wait till Kendrick drop the album, bro. He got a song coming out this Friday with Baby Kim, who's uh, apparently his relative. Um, I can't wait to hear that song. Was his cousin? I think so. Because on the the cover art for that song is an old picture, and you can see everybody's faces crossed out except for Kendrick and then a little kid. Yeah. So that must be Baby Kim. Oh. Kim, or however you say it. But, you know, this, uh, I'm sad. I'm not gonna lie to you about this being Kendrick's last album on TDE. I'm I know, not. I know it's not his last album. And let me just tell you why I'm sad. I'm gonna tell you. And after you do that, I'm gonna tell you why I'm not. Go ahead. Why? Why I'm sad is because one, we know TDE as a brand. Yeah. TDE is, you know, top dog. You know, took in these young niggas. Top dog from, entertainment. Yep. Took in these young. Why well, know the entertainment? I just to say, I'm talking about top dog. Is the person. Yeah. yeah took in all these young niggas. You know, from the streets. Uh-huh. And they, you know, start doing music and everything. After, you know, damn, I know it's his most commercial album. I said, all right. So Kendrick out that street phase. Mm-hmm. Like, he not talking about the streets no more. Now, he, you know, I thought after Tobin Butterfly it was going to be more enlightened. And he was enlightened on damn. Don't get me wrong. Like oh, he the was, untitled, unmastered. Yeah, he, like, he was actually giving off, like, jewels in Tobin Butterfly. Mm-hmm. But... Now you're doing the last album for Top Dog. I'm saying so you all the way just like you done with the underground boom bap. Like you gonna still have the funk? Is you still gonna be doing that shit, or you just in a whole different space? Because mm. I know the last album you had the rock in your shit, you know, and you was you know mixing around with that. Is your shit gonna be hip hop, or you going into some other shit? I can't wait to see it, bro. I can't wait to see it either. I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be great, but. I don't want to be like this. I mean, it's Kendrick, but that shit wasn't me. Damn. Oh, don't do it to him. Don't uh, do that to Kendrick. You know, Kendrick's my favorite. You know, he's yeah. my favorite. What but a... I just don't. I, and I'm not saying that you got to be stuck to a certain sound. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, when you just go all the way left, you got to understand that. When you try something completely different and people not feeling it. Yeah, like, even J. Cole 
for for your eyes only, which I think it was a great ass album. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't like it, but he said that was an album that he just had to do for his kid. Yeah, I respect that. But and the album wasn't even that bad. It wasn't. Even I didn't, it's a it's a couple songs on there I didn't really like, but yeah, the shit was different, but yeah. it wasn't that bad. Same thing with uh Kod. The shit was different. Yeah, Kod was. A, I think. I think, underneath um. What was J. Cole's first album? Friday Night Lights. Okay, not his first album, his second album. Oh, I don't know. Uh, 2014, Forza Drive. That wasn't his second album. Born Center came for that. Born Center. That was the name. Anyway, uh, KOD was one of those albums. I'm like, this shit is good, but it ain't my favorite. KOD, and and that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Born Center, 2014, even For Your Eyes Only. Before then, none of Indian you know, hours. I had no skips. Uh-huh. Once I started getting into the skips, I'm looking like, oh, you trying new shit. Yeah, <laughs> you trying new shit. Kod came. I was like, I get it. I love the message. If people fuck with the whole album, I'm with it. There's a lot of songs I'm not fucking with. Exactly. The last 95 South. I mean, uh, the last uh, what's that? What's that? What's the album called? 95 South. That's the album called. Yeah. I don't I, no, I'm not called that. The that first was that's, song. that's the first, first song. song called "95 South." The album, uh-huh. fire. You know, I always listen, especially if I respect the artist. I always listen to, all the way through. The off season. I love the album. If people fuck with the message, cool. A lot of songs I wasn't fucking with, but there's only like two, three songs I'm not fucking with on that album, and it's like people like singing. Yeah, I, I ain't like that shit. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like when you, I noticed that you're doing something different. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Nigga, you give me fucking, you give me Good Kid, Mad City. Matter of fact, fuck that. We going back to the first album. You give me Section 80. Uh-huh. I fucking love that album. Give me Good Kid, Mad City. Uh-huh. That's a fucking movie. You give me To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. That is some fucking revolutionary shit. Then you give me Untitled Unmastered, which is some chill, laid-back funk shit. And there's some takeouts from your mm-hmm. old album. Yep. Then you give me Damn. Mm-hmm. No, no, they ain't go Damn. No, I got Untitled Unmastered verse with uh to Memphis butterfly came out right did it go like that or did no nah, to, uh, to, uh, to, to pimp a butterfly then untitled on master and then what came after Cause that because untitled on master he was just releasing all the stuff that didn't really make it then after that was a damn yeah damn and that's when like all before damn mm-hmm. never skipped the song like that's how cold his albums was never skip the song come damn listen to the album and i played the album from cover to cover a lot of times but then I said I don't like this song I don't like this song I don't like this there's song. a couple on that one I don't like it I don't like this song so now you coming out with Top Dog TDE the last one yeah so I'm thinking that it's gonna be a whole story of basically the whole journey of how everything went to wrap up the whole you know story between TDE and him you know mm-hmm. you know, he gonna have the features with everybody from TDE on there you know showing love and you know, telling the whole story like, like a good kid, Mad City, just with TDE version. Right. And I'm looking like, all right, you do that. That shit gonna be amazing. Yeah. But nigga, what you gonna do after that? And when the fuck is we gonna get that? And is this your last album? My opinion on that is, I'm kind of excited that it is his last album. Not because I don't want to see him with TDE. Not because I don't like him in TDE. It's just the fact that nigga Kendrick is TDE. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> he the only reason I even know about TDE. But um, um, it's just the fact that I don't mean that no disrespect way because I fuck with Q and I fuck with SZA. Oh yeah, 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 no, no disrespect to that. I just 
Kendrick. Kendrick introduced me to TDE. Yeah. Because I was a Kendrick fan before I was a TDE fan. But anyway, um, I'm just excited that this is his last album just a little bit because I want to know. I want to know exactly what he's going to do. Because, um, like, when you leave a place and you start doing something different, like, you got, a, like, a different view, like... I ain't got I ain't got top dog here. I ain't got this that that. I don't have the resources that TDE give me. I got to have other resources, whether it's another label or I'm doing it myself. It's different, cause. But he always produced this shit. Yes, and I know Kendrick is an artist that he's 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 a he's so he's so established as an artist that now he can put out music that he wants to put out. You know, like and a lot of a lot of artists at the beginning of their career they got to put out shit that the label like just so they can fucking like him. He's gotten past that. He put out shit that he want to put out. Like, yeah. Nothing going on the album if he don't like it. So I think he always been like that though. Yeah. So I just I just can't wait to see what he's gonna do now. Now that he ain't, he ain't gonna be with TDE. Like what's next for this nigga? How he gonna how he gonna how how he gonna do this? How he gonna do that? Like what, what's gonna be his thought process of it? I'm just excited to see how different it's gonna be. I, get, I hope it's cold. I get that. Yeah. Well, I said the last album was commercial. Uh-huh. Most commercial album. I don't know how this album will be. If it's gonna be like Good Kid, Mad City, wrapping around TDE, and you come with that boom back gritty shit, telling like you start off gritty, yeah, like the first half of the album just gritty because you came from the streets when you met Top, uh-huh. and then at the end when you, you know you leave TDE, you know you got a more enlightenment. Now you start teaching like start teaching us more about politics and how shit fucked up. That's telling me your whole evolution through TDE. You start uh-huh. off as this street nigga gritty, you know what I'm saying? Come in with the nappy ass hair. And everything. Then you in nigga with dreads, and you enlighten through the whole thing. You know, you got the people telling you know their stories in mid, you know, cue and shit. That is a story that you people be like this. You just sit back and just watch, but like, TD cold as fuck. Like yeah. that nigga top is a real nigga. Like you, like you tell that story, but you know you get with the hard beats and like you know you make that music that makes you feel what they feeling when they rapping. Yeah. That's the kindred I'm looking for, but. If it comes to some shit in this real mainstream, because his last album was commercial, and you bring this commercial shit over here, I ain't got no choice but to think that your next album is going to be some more commercial shit. What if Kendrick's next album, after his last album with TDE, is like some hype shit? No, what you mean by hype shit? I'm saying, like, what if you make an album, the album got, like, Future on it, it got Migos on it, it got Drake, well, him and Drake got beef, but, like, um, it got, like, hype shit on there. It got fucking Travis Scott on this shit. Lil Wayne, motherfucker. But then that would like would that really be Kendrick though? I'm saying like, what if that's like how he trans like? I mean, obviously I'm gonna listen to the music. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. But I'm just saying. But is that really Kendrick? Like, do you think Kendrick is in that wave? Kendrick. I'm well, I'm saying like it's after TDE, so you never know where he gonna venture but I'm in saying, music. A nigga can't make to pimp a butterfly and uh-huh. then transition to that. Uh huh. You get what I'm saying? I'm saying people, people, people change. I get that people change, uh-huh. but what he stand on and uh-huh. what he represented throughout his whole career, that'd be a whole career character change. That'd be a whole, a whole one eighty. You're going in a whole different opposite direction. Yeah, that's like, like it's like it's, I get what you mean because that's like that's like um, fu- we had future on fucking the Black Panther shit. We seen what he did. Yeah, that nigga said. I'm saying that's that's like future or the Migos. Making some shit like to pimp a butterfly. It's like a whole 180. That'd be a 180 for they fan base. Yeah. They fan base would be like, nigga, what? Mm-hmm. When the fuck you start speaking? That shit right there on your leg. What? Oh, no, it's cat. 
Bro, look, look, even even his fan, even Migos and like future fans be like this. Nigga, when the fuck you start talking this kind of shit? How do yeah. we go talk this kind of shit, nigga, when you've been saying all this shit? Yeah, but I'm saying that's how we gonna view Kendrick if yeah, he start doing saying. that hype so shit. It, I, like, get, I like get what you mean. It won't work for either fan base. Uh-huh. Now, him and Drake, they did that before. Poetic Justice. Yeah. You know, him, you know, if he gonna make a song like that, that's gonna fit Drake's, you know, as long as it's about women, it's gonna fit Drake. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they can make that, you can see that happening. But Migos and Future, unless that nigga doing a whole 180 character change, it ain't gonna fit either fan base. I don't know, bro. I'm not saying it can't happen. That's what I'm not saying. Yeah. But it just same thing. Nas and Eminem. EPMD two. Uh huh. I like the end part. As as I listen to it, the more it grow on me. But nigga, by the way, I listened to the album. How you feel about it? Nah, it's not my type. I just, I just don't like the the way the nigga rap. I only put one song on my, in my library, and that's the one with him and Jill Scott. Jill Scott, Lauren I mean, Hill. Uh, Lauren Hill, shit, bro. You you put him on there. First off, Nas has always been a laid back artist. Yeah, how that nigga rap to me is just the smoothest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. That's nigga, that's like a nigga that got the smoothest flow. They got the confidence, the raspy voice. Like nigga, you feel like you feel the New York in that nigga. Mm-hmm. Then you got him. And then, you know, M got the Detroit fast rap. He need to quit with that fast shit. But he, no, but he did good. Like, EPMD was not bad. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the more I listened to it, he was just paying homage through that whole rap to all the other people. And he was saying rest in peace to all the greats that passed away. So, I fucked with the the verse. I'm just tired of all the fast shit he do. That, That song was great. But, them two rappers going hand in hand, they don't, it didn't feel right. On yeah, that beat. it didn't feel right. Right, I, I get, I get exactly what you mean. It's like having Kurt Franklin featuring Eminem. Yeah, like the shit just don't sound right. <laughs> this shit is weird. And you know, Kendrick is such a, like he said, he like his verses extra prolific. Yeah. Like nigga, you can't, you know, how, how can you be extra prolific with Amigo? <laughs> right. How can you? Like that's just that's like Jay Electronica when he was on an album with Hov. Jay Electronica, he could spit. But nigga, that's Hove. That nigga just tore that shit up. Jay Electronica did not win one song. Even the songs that Hove wasn't on, that nigga still didn't win. Yeah. Because when we was listening to him by itself, we was thinking about the other shit that Hove said. But you never know. Sometimes when a person is really fucking good, they can, they can mold the beat. They well, they can mold their the way they rap around the beat, and it'll actually sound nice. Like so, on. So Tyler the Creator, his last album, he had fucking NBA Youngboy yeah. on the love song. So yeah. like we hear him NBA Youngboy songs, shit so fucking hard. Yeah. Shit is, you know, shit is hard. Shit is fucking street. But he was on a fucking uh he was on he was on like a like a medium tempo love song and everybody was like the beat got to change at some point or something got to happen cuz NBA Youngboy, I don't, I can't picture him rapping on this shit. And the NBA started rapping. They was like, bro, this shit really fucking sounds good. What well, Tyler created that nigga's like fucking Kanye. Yeah, but I'm saying like sometimes when you g- so good as an artist, you can probably get on a fucking like Kendrick could probably get on an Amigos beat, and people were like, damn, Kendrick just fucking killed that shit. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not uh-huh. saying that Kendrick can't rap. I'm not saying that fucking Migos can't rap. They can switch oh, you, their shit. You, up. you saying it's just gonna be weird? It's gonna, it's gonna, gonna be, be different. so different for their fan base mm-hmm. that niggas gonna reject it. I get what you mean now. Like, before they even accept it, then you know they're going to have criticism. Mm. 
Even though it's gonna bang. Kirk, Kirk Franklin on Amigos beat motherfuckers in church gonna be like, okay, this is too different. This is not you. The closest thing I can see that happening and being smooth is Migos do the hook. Mm. Now they do the hook and Kendrick produce the hook and like keep it like at a minimal. Yeah. Or you know, and the beats change and switch, you know, do Kendrick shit, I can see it working. But as a them like doing they rap with it and then you got Kendrick following right behind on it, or Kendrick leading it. Cause you know Kendrick always set up shit for the next line. Yeah. So you set that shit up, and then you got them come on, and I'm not saying they can't rap. I'm just saying that them two styles of rap, that shit different. Or Kendrick on J Cole beat. Kendrick and Cole, you know, I was thinking about that shit. I was like, damn, what the fuck, Kendrick and Cole actually really go drop that shit? And then what? What if after he leave TDE, he actually do it? Oh, I ain't saying he won't do it. He could do it, and that shit would be fire. That shit but, would be so fire. But you know what I'm gonna say? What? J. Cole had to get his fucking skills up to get him to get him the fucking uh, <laughs> Kendrick. Because if you put a foot, them niggas back in when uh, Cole was dropping Born Center 24, uh, uh, 2014 for a set Yeah, when he wanted to do that, his 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 skill set wasn't with fucking Kendrick's. Yeah. And 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 we don't even know how Kendrick sound now. True. It's the nigga a, been gone for about what, damn near five years? Yes. So we don't even know how he sound. It's been a fucking minute. God, hold on. What year did Damn even come out? So we don't know how Kendrick sounds. So it's so much unknown coming into it, which is the exciting part, but it's also scary. I 2017. It's been four years. I don't want to say I fuck with Kendrick, but this wasn't for me. I don't want to say that shit because everything <laughs> yeah. that nigga put out was for me. Oh shit, man. I I, I want to hear this song Friday. I, I can't wait to Friday. I want to hear the I want to hear this song. Let me tell you something. Kendrick been so cold in his run. Yeah. The nigga has not put out one bad album. Yes. Not one bad. I His Mocha Treat album was fucking to Pimp a Butterfly, and that nigga won a Nobel Peace Prize. What's what album do you think is J Cole's worst album? It's not even. It's not a bad album, but it's his worst album. I can. I don't want to say worst album. The album because like, general. The album that I didn't like the most was probably. Uh, Music wise, KOD. Same. That one. I like KOD. It's a couple songs I really fuck with, but like. Which one's your favorite? Which with uh, J Cole's? Yeah. My favorite. I I gotta say the off season right now. Mine's is Born Center. I I fucks with the off season. I love Born Center, and I'm biased at Born Center because it's a whole different space that I was in. Yeah. When I listen to that album, I picture where I was at at that time. Because uh-huh. it's a happy place with me and my uncle and shit. We driving. You know, you listen to Trouble. She knows. Yeah. Forbidden Fruits. Uh, Chaining Day, let Nas down. I like nigga, Nas that I, that album had fucking hits on there. Mm, it's crazy how Forbidden Fruit is neighbors backwards. Um, is it? Yeah, he did. He showed that at a concert. He was playing. He was playing uh, neighbors, huh. and he. I think he was. He he was playing one of the fucking songs, and he started to slow it down. He was like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just listen. Just listen." The song slowed down, down, then it started going reverse. No, he was playing Forbidden Fruit. It started to slow it down and started putting in reverse. He was like, that shit sound familiar. And it was like, it started to speed up. And it was like, it was Neighbors. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know Forbidden Fruit was Neighbors backwards. That nigga, that nigga uh, J. Cole's fucking The beat, too. man. That's crazy. He started to put the beat in reverse and it was Neighbors backwards. It was crazy. What's, then, what about Kendrick? And then, you know, he got family now. Kendrick yes. got family. So he might see the world totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, when Cole did the shit, he had to make the uh, 
the uh, the album for your eyes only for that. Mm-hmm. I and then, that and then if you listen, how he treat women is totally different in his album, which is a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. the whole perspective changed and everything. So if you're not in that right mindset that he on and you're not thinking some shit don't hit the same like they used to and this, that, and the third. So Kendrick, I hope Kendrick still be Kendrick. I know Kendrick still gonna make some great music, but I just hope that, you know, Kendrick still Kendrick. But yeah. one thing he did say, he said he hasn't been on his phone for months and he been writing every day. So I know his pen is sharp. Mm-hmm. I know that nigga ready to go at any moment. You know, but we ain't hear that nigga on no features, nothing. It just Kendrick been gone. I can't you know this what nigga I, pop back up. I said, This nigga alive? <laughs> you know what I can't wait for um because you know it's gonna come. You know the day is gonna come when Kendrick put out uh, what what is it gonna be like Heart Six or some shit. Yeah, dog. And he, then he said the date. Wait, this Heart Six is this Friday. Is it Heart Six? Nah, it's, it's some. It's a, it got a different name because I think it's Baby Kim song or whatever the fuck his name. What if he named that bitch Last Heart? I'm gonna cry, nigga. Man, I, I don't. Shit, I'm so glad that Kendrick said it's his last album with TD instead of it was his last album. Be his last album. I think it's his last. I can't, man. It can't I, be. I think it's his last album. I hope it's his last album with TDE. My whole thing I can't. is this. My whole thing is this. It's been four years now. It's called uh, Family Ties. See, look, that's the picture I'm talking about. You can see Kendrick, but you can also see this nigga. Yeah. Look. It's called uh, the name years. of the song is called Family Ties. Four years, right? Mm-hmm. Four years. And he probably he probably is still under contract with TDE. And they was probably giving him free reign to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, like just just make the album when you want to make the album. Just know you just owe us an album. Yeah. That's probably why. Now, he done with TDE. He ain't got no contract. This nigga don't even have to make an album no more. Would you want Kendrick to stay independent? Or do you want him, would you want him to go to a label? No, stay independent. Nigga, I want you to make as much money as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I don't want you selling your soul to do it. Yeah. Do whatever that's gonna make you be more authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. And he already said it. And uh he said it. Now I said it. They said, you know, this Hollywood shit get tricky, but will always bring you back to reality as family. Mm-hmm. I never felt that shit so much in my life, especially at this time in my life. When me going around family and just seeing how hood my family is and I'm out here in the burbs and shit, I'm like that. It was a little disconnect. I said, I found my roots. You know what I'm saying? Going on the east side, seeing your family, you're like, all right, nigga, keep on. I'm going to test your jaw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, Kendrick staying with his family. You know, if he got kids, you know, he's at home with his kids, watching his kids grow up. You know, his sisters, you know, he's with his mama and everything. It's keeping him rooted. Like Nas said in his last album, he said, when Nas is good, he said, nigga, he said, my, fa- he said, my hood going to shoot up, nigga, I give up everything right now and go out there. He said, because, nigga, that's how much I love my hood. Mm-hmm. He said, so, some niggas just stay intimate and rooted like that. And not everybody can be that. You only can be that if you're authentic. You know, not fake niggas can leave the hood and try to come back. Mm-hmm. Niggas get popped like that. Niggas die. Especially in your hood. So, you know, I, in my heart of hearts, I know this album going to be good. But the future albums, I just hope it's not commercial. That's it. And if it is gonna be, you got a couple commercial songs on there. That's cool. Obviously, the album does not tailor for me, but that's my preference. You got a couple commercial albums. I mean, songs on there because loyalty. They the whole radio fucked that song up for me. 
They played that song all the way out. I can't even. Anytime loyalty shit. come on, I skip that shit. I can't even listen to that shit no more. That's why I don't listen to the radio. That's why I they play the same fucking songs every time. But that's and that's why I hate about artists. Stop making fucking hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, no, I I recently found out that um, a lot of these artists they don't really make songs. Well, they well I found out a lot of artists make songs for for specific reasons. Yeah. Some artists make like I forgot what song it was, but Drake had made a song so it can be specifically played on the radio. Because he gets money from that. That's that near whole career, bro. No, but I'm saying like then that, and that's when I found out that artists make songs for hits, radios. They they can make songs for the album. They make songs that can be played in fucking malls and fast food places. Yeah. Like I found out, like they make some some of their songs is made for a specific reason. I found that shit out. Oh yeah, bro. I mean, them hit rap uh, rappers. Drake is a hit rapper. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think nobody that raps to this day, well, not in history, well, probably in history, got more hits than him. I think he said it in thing. He got more hits than the Beatles. Yeah. Than the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, and but that's why that's why Kendrick said it's the difference between astonishments and accomplishments. Mm-hmm. That is the greatest mogul. You know what time it is. Y'all need oh, to scare me like y'all fear God. Talk to that nigga D. Still running out here panicking your voices. Just know the mechanics. Oh, that nigga dog. Oh, he got his bag on that bitch. Dog. Nigga said, this between the style of mission and accomplishments, and I paused that bitch. I said, Ugh. I said, why you had to talk to that man like that? Dog. Once I found out that shit was to Drake, I was like this. That nigga said, you ain't got no Nobel. Mm. That nigga said, you ain't got no Nobel, D. This nigga got a Nobel Peace Prize. This shit get to scientists and shit. Bro. He got this shit off an album. Bro, when you go to YouTube and you type in Drake and Kendrick Beef and just watch all the disses they did to each other, you start thinking like, God damn, he said that about him? That was for him? That shit hit different, bro. But Drake, but with Drake, I listen to Drake, so I'm looking like this. Like, you just saying this shit just off statistics. This nigga say shit that tests your character. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Pusha, that's what, that's what made, even though Drake had the better song, that's what made Pusha and Drake's beef stronger to me. He said, all right, all the ghost right aside, all that bullshit aside, nigga, let's talk about your pride. In your character, my nigga. Uh-huh. Like, oh my god, that nigga yeah, said that. This shit. All right, this shit look crazy. That nigga, but <laughs> this he said, is my he said, store. but he said you are hiding the child. Uh-huh. And well, people took that shit as face value, like like you just hiding the child. Well, I took it as that you put money so important in your kid that you hide your kid for a fucking release date. Oh. That shit hit. That shit is that shit hit different. Mm-hmm. You you put money so in front of your kid that you want to release your kid on Adidas press run. Mm. That that's how much you want that shock value to be. It's a difference between establishments and accomplishments, my nigga. It's a difference, and you can't even beat gold on Adidas because Kanye got that shit sold the fuck up. That's all. Hey I'm man, Beyonce. That's all I'm saying about that. And Beyonce, the only one of the uh, four women in history that ever had that fucking jewel on. That green legendary jewel, was it uh, Pandora? Some jewelry place that her and uh, mm-hmm. Cole adore. Uh, something in Cole. Yeah, whatever. Sydney and Cole, some shit like that. <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> shit, fuck out of here, nigga. We out. Uh, Tiffany and Cole. Uh, uh that is the end of the Wise and Nigga yeah, don't podcast. Don't even do the Twitch because I'm not streaming no time soon. Just do the YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube Naturally and Professional Gaming. 
he 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 putting out shit fast. A whole lot of gaming shit on Ark Survival. Um, uh, you can Sims look, coming out soon. Sims is apparently coming out soon for this nigga. Um, shit. This nigga, bro. Huh? Anyway, we on. We are anywhere you can listen to your podcast. Give us a rating and review. Um, I, I, you look like you about to do some stupid shit on this mic. I'd be lonely. Anyway, you don't you don't stream. Of course you lonely. Ain't nobody there. To, anyway, you can follow me on Instagram at bk.dedas, better known as. My Twitter is one B. My voice sounds horrible. I can't wait to get the surgery. Uh, Twitter. I cocaine. <laughs> I need to go shout out my Twitter. Anyway, um, follow my Instagram, bk.d, my photography, videography, Instagram, shots, focus. I just did a fucking music video for the first time. <sighs> Seriously, dude. I do a lot of cocaine. That is from a TV show. He is not serious. Goodbye.